Welcome to Redemption Unveiled, where we talk practical advice to live a Christian life. Hi, I'm Haley. I'm glad you're here. Let's do this. Hey everyone, welcome back. I am so excited to be here. And first thing I want to tell you guys that the Women Who Seek Bible Study is getting ready to close out actually this week. We're going to start next week. I think starting the week of Easter is a great time to get refocused and start a Bible study. As you guys probably already know and remember, this is an audio-only Bible study for the -the on-the-go mom, the mom who has her hands full and just really can't feel like she's finding that time to seek God in the Word like she wants to. I've shared last Monday how I've just come out of a really intense season. I mean, I'm still in an intense season, but a really intense season of motherhood where I truly felt like I had no time. And I really just want to say, I think moms live there. And if you are a mom and you want to find a way to get back into God's word and you truly don't know how to create that time, or you feel like you don't really even know where to start, I really encourage you guys to go to womenwhoseek.com, seek, S-E-E-K, and sign up to start the Bible study. You need to do it um, soon because we're getting ready to close close it up and we're going to start next week. Also, I wanted to tell you guys with my course, I had several people do it with friends. And this would be a great thing if you guys have Christian friends, Christian moms, that this would be a great thing to do with friends to kind of walk through together. So think about it. If you guys do have any questions or anything, just reach out to me and message me. Anyway, I want to dive back into our series that we are on right now of how to build strong families. And last episode, we really covered the first pillar. And I told you guys that there's three pillars. And so Last episode, we really talked about how the pillar of the woman who wants to create a strong family, the number one foundational thing is you have to have a a desire to become the person God created you to be, but not just that, the ability to find healing and find the freedom that God promises us. And I really want to encourage you guys that you have been called to find freedom and I don't want to get on this soapbox too much, but Haley has an annoyance with the Christian culture for not actually solving people's problems. (laughs) Like I actually think Christianity solves our problems and has healing. And I think that too many people study it and learn rules, but do not find healing. And it's not enough, guys. It is not enough to learn the rules. It is not enough to simply go to church and check off boxes. It's not enough. And we've all seen it. And if you haven't seen it in your own life yet, it's only a matter of time. Like you have either experienced real healing or you haven't. Like you know if you have too. Like something, it should be real. We should not be having to make things up. We shouldn't have to be pretending like we're we are someone we're not. We should not have to perform. We should not be presenting ourselves in ways that aren't true. We should not feel like we are performing, period. Okay. Now that's not really the topic of today's podcast. So we can cover that another day, but, but that's what I mean. There has to be genuine healing, genuine growth, and genuine freedom for a mom who wants to create strong, a strong family. And the reason why I say that is because you have to have 
the the path to heal and the path to freedom if you want to take your children there. And if you want to have a strong family, you need to be a healed family. And if you want to be a strong family, you need to be a real family. So many families, and not just families, but relationships in general, crumble when they're built on sand. And to me, you know, the Bible talks about that. And to me, it what that means is your foundation isn't real. Like you learn behavior, but you don't deal with the heart of the issues, okay? So we really talked about that last episode. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I actually recommend you do that first today before you listen to this episode. So just go back one episode. That's pillar one. And today we're going to talk about pillar two. Pillar two, guys, is essential. And just as I told last, told you guys last week, these three pillars that we're going to cover are they are essentials. Of course, it's great if you have one. It's better if you have two. But the truth is that my opinion is <laughs> you, it will be impossible for a, for a woman to build a strong family if she does not have all three pillars. Okay? So I don't want that to be heavy and I don't want that to be stressful. Okay? I want that to be um, encouraging because you're gaining clarity. And maybe some of you guys are going to listen to these three episodes. You're going to be like, check, check, check. Oh yeah, I do all these things. I'm good to go. Awesome. And maybe some of you guys are listening to these things and thinking, okay, I do zero of the three pillars. <laughs> you don't need to be stressed about that because after we talk about these, these three and these three episodes and we lay it out, honestly, I'm dedicating my redemption and failed time to going deeper, talking specifics, learning about how to find the healing and how to do the other things that we need to do to create a strong family. Because I actually feel like I am being called to help you and equip you to create the strong family you are called to. And I think family is under attack. I think moms are under attack. Dads are under attack. I think children are under attack. I think the whole family is under attack. And it's nothing new. I mean, it always has been, right? I mean, the last thing Satan wants is for family to to succeed. (laughs) You know, that's the last thing he wants is for family to succeed. And so I really think that it's, it's such a call for us to step into and say, I am going to build a strong family. If it's the last thing I do, I am building a strong family. Okay. Cause guys, that's how I am a little bit. I actually kind of get kind of feisty when it comes to, um, or maybe I should say fierce. Like when it comes to my family, like that is mine and I take full responsibility for it. And of course I cannot control the people in my family, but I actually take responsibility for my family as a whole. And I say, I am the mom, I am the warrior, I am fierce and I love my people. And I'm gonna do everything within my power to make sure we are strong as a unit, strong as individuals, as much as I can control. Okay, so let's dive into pillar two. Now that we have covered that little soapbox, Haley wanted to, Haley needed to have a little soapbox time. Okay, so pillar two, guys, you, like I said, number one, a mom who is dedicated to finding the healing God has for her. Well, pillar two is a a mom who has a support team. And I know several of you guys are thinking, maybe surprised that I didn't say pillar two is a good marriage. But as I talked about last episode, as I really started diving into this and thinking about the people I know, the friends I know, I actually realized I don't think a strong marriage is a pillar of a strong family. I think a strong marriage is an absolute 
good thing to have, if at all possible. But just as I talked about last week, I don't think that we are held, like for all the women out there that are listening to this that know your husband is not in a good place, that you know your husband is not willing to invest right now in your family, or maybe it's been a long time since you've been happy in your marriage, or for many of you guys that are, are don't have a marriage anymore, or never had a marriage, or feel like the father of your children is a very horrible person. Like, I don't know him, maybe he is. But what I want to tell you guys is a good marriage is such a blessing to a strong family, but it is not a requirement. But what is a requirement is a strong support team, okay? So what is a support team? Support team is your relationships in your life that go deeper than just checking in or kind of knowing what's going on. There's three things that you need in a support team, okay? Number one, your support team has to know you. And when I say know you, I mean know you. Okay, so what I'm honestly talking about, guys, here is a group of absolutely less than five people. Probably we're talking about one to three people. Okay, when I talk about support team, I'm talking about your real support team. The people that really know you. No past even, like the drama you go through. I'm talking about they know your issues. They know your brokenness. They know if you struggle with lying. They know if you struggle with gambling. They know if you struggle with sexual issues. They know if, you, if you're fantasizing about a man who's not your husband. They know if you want attention from men. They know if you have a money spending problem. They know if you're addicted to shopping. They know. And why do they know that? Because you've told them. Okay. Now I know that I'm probably most likely pushing many of you guys to the limits here, but I want to, I want to encourage you guys. So many people, especially moms feel lonely. And so often they feel lonely because nobody knows them. Nobody knows the real them. (laughs) And, and so many people even in their marriage don't feel known. And so I want to encourage you guys, if you want to build a strong family, you need to build a support team. Okay. Sometimes this is our moms can be a support team. Sometimes our sisters or our brothers can be part of our support team. Sometimes it's our friend that we've had since we were little. Sometimes it's someone new in our life. Sometimes it's a pastor or a Um, like a spiritual, you know, person in our life that is mentoring us. Okay. So, but what we have to have is people that know us. Like I said, you're not, we're not talking about 12, 15 people. We're not talking about the internet here. We're talking about, you need people who know you. This is one to three people that you seek out to let them know what is going on in you and with you. If that is your husband, if you have a marriage that you can be real with, that is awesome. I am celebrating that for you, okay? And if you have a husband, I encourage you to try, if you don't have that now, to try to build that with your husband. And we can talk on a different episode about ways to actually build some of these habits that might help you be able to grow your marriage into that direction. However, I need you guys to know that if you want to have a strong family, you have to find a way to be supported. And if you are supported, you need people to know you, okay? The second thing that is required, absolutely required for the people that are on your support team, they need to believe in you, okay? Obviously, I want you guys to know you can't just have people that know you, okay? That's not enough. You need people that know you 
and still love you, that know you and believe in you. So if you go to them with your brokenness, with your issues or with your children's issues, that they are a safe place because they believe in you. They're safe to talk to. You don't have to worry that they're going to go talk to everyone in the world about what you told them. Okay. So, so having that safe factor is definitely a key to your support team. Okay. So they believe in you, they know you, and they're safe for you. Okay. I want you to all think about your life right now. And I want you to think about someone, at least one person in your life that you feel like has been a safe place for you, that has loved you. And maybe that's easy for you guys to come up with. And maybe you struggle. Maybe you're thinking, goodness gracious, I can't think of one person that's truly been safe for me or that I've actually let them fully know who I am and fully know my, know the things I struggle with. My sweet, sweet friends, listen to me right now. If you cannot find a way to be fully known, you will never feel fully loved. And I am, I'm sorry to break that to you, but that facade that we put on to present ourselves as a good person or as a good Christian or a good mom, that's, that's fine when we go out into the world. But we need some people in our life who fully know us, some people that we have no facade with because that facade is heavy. And that facade of pretending like we are something, it's too much to bear. And not one of us were created to have that facade everywhere we go. Okay. That facade is too heavy to live with. So I'm not telling you that everyone in your life, everyone that knows you needs to fully know everything about you and all the drama in you or all the issues you have. No, 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 no. But I am saying that you need a group of people, probably less than five people, one to three people who know you, support you, and are safe for you, okay? In this support team, you are going to find your guidance because it is only in your safe places that really know you, that really believe you, believe in you, that you can find your guidance, okay? Now, of course, if you have no safe people, if you have no one in your life that you can trust to truly know what's going on in, in your life, then I always, always, always recommend a counselor. And even if you do so, do have safe people. Sometimes counseling can be very helpful to help us walk through processes of building boundaries, finding clarity, and so on and so forth. I'm a huge believer in counselors, so you'll never hear me tell you that's not a good idea. One of the things that you can look for in your guide, in, in the people that guide you through your life, they are people that need to be part of that safe place for you. The true issue isn't what we're doing. The true issue is why we're doing it. That's why Jesus was trying to say, like, guys, it's, it's not the acting on, on the affair. It's the thought. <laughs> like, if you just think it, there's the problem, okay? What he was trying to say there isn't this, hey, we have to be so heavy and be perfect, even our thoughts. What he's trying to say is, I want us to be real. And it's not enough to just clean the outside. We need to be real on the inside. And what's so hard is I see it all the time where Christian systems just so want to clean the outside. They're like, oh, no, no, let me tell you how to fix your marriage problems. Like, just stay married. <laughs> like, oh, no, just stop. Just stop saying that. No, just, just, just pray. Okay, that's fine. That's 
No, no. Okay, let me be clear. That's not fine. I am sick and tired of people simply doing things because they see or are told it's the right thing to do. That's not enough, guys. If you want to raise a strong family, then you have to be known and you've got to find some people in your life that will know you, love you, be a safe place for you. But they are also guiding you towards healing. They are they are applauding you as you heal. They know that you are on a journey to become the person God created you to be. And they are with you on that journey. They are on the journey with you. They are right there with you, encouraging you, guiding you, helping you get where you are wanting to go. Because remember, pillar one, where do you want to go? You want to go to the freedom that God has for you. You want to go to healing, okay? It is your job to become the person God created you to be. Honestly, as you guys have heard me talk, that is your number one job on this earth. You need to become the person God created you to be. Do you need to do what God wants you to do? Absolutely, that'll come. Do you need to say what God wants you to say? Absolutely, that will come once you become the person God created you to be. We have it backwards. We have too many people who are trying to do for God and speak for God, but are not healed for God. He wants us healed, okay? And so the pil- the second pillar of, of all of this is you've got to have a team. You have to have support. Guys, even Jesus had support. <laughs> I mean, to me, it's like, if Jesus had it, then we should have it. He had his group of people that he lived life with, but he pulled in that group, he pulled a few people, he pulled three people to be more broken with that he shared. Guys, I'm struggling with these, with this. Not that Jesus sinned, but he struggled and he would say things to them that he didn't say to the other group because he knew they were safe for him, right? He knew that they were a safe place for him and he understood intimacy. And we need more women who understand power of relationship, who understand I have to have real relationships in my life. Okay. Like I said, if you are married, I hope and I pray that that is your husband. Now I will say this. I will say this right now. If you are married, your safe place cannot be with another man. Okay. (laughs) That is what we call a recipe for trouble. Okay. Now, if you and your husband together seek counsel from, you know, a pastor or a spiritual guide in your life and you guys together do that, that's great. Carter and I do that. We have spiritual parents that we go to and that's perfectly great. What is not appropriate for is for you to have relationship, even if it's a Christian relationship with a man that's not your husband, that you are going to as a safe place to be known and safe and fully, fully um, someone who is guiding you in those things, okay? So I'm gonna wrap this up for today because we are gonna spend a lot of time in the future going through this more. But what you really need to know is that second pillar, guys, is you need to find a support team. You need to be thinking, who are the people that know me, that are safe for me, that believe in me, and they are guiding me towards my healing They aren't just listening to me ramble. They aren't just a safe place for me to vent, but they are partners with me in saying, we know who God has called you to be and we're gonna help you get there because we believe in you and we believe you have a call and a purpose on your life. So before we get off here, I want to remind you guys to go check out my Women Who Seek Bible Study. It's getting ready to start the week of Easter, so it's really coming up. And 
just a reminder, this guys is for anyone who feels like they've struggled to incorporate Bible study into their life, where maybe some of us, we we really want to get it done, but it just doesn't feel like it's happening. So this is this is something that we can do even on the go or doing the dishes, doing the laundry, where if you're in a stage of your life where pulling out your Bible and having that quiet time doesn't seem like it's it's happening for you, you can still find a way to seek God in his word with this. Or if you are, it's still something that you can incorporate with your quiet time. Go check out womenwhoseek.com. Go ahead and get signed up so that you will be ready to get started because it's going to be starting soon. Thank you guys for joining me. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, would you mind sharing it with a friend or putting it on your social? If you want to follow me on my social media, it's Redemption Unveiled on Instagram and Facebook or Haley Marie Carter on my personal Instagram. I truly believe you do not have to live stuck in your own life. So use the choices you have to find that freedom you crave. I'll see you next time. Bye.